0: Not everything that doesn't work out is a failure. What's going on it is Coach AJ Lou and welcome to this episode of the Coach AJ Lou show. And today I want to share with you a an idea. I want to share with you an idea that is very powerful, very important and can help all of us it's helped me in my life and it can help all of us so I remember you know I remember growing up and having strong emotions strong emotions everything was black and white everything was either right or it was wrong and I had so much emotion towards everything right and I remember watching, um, watching a movie called Boys in the Hood. And in that movie, the the uh, father of the main character used to say the a black man has no place in a white man's army. And I took that to heart. And I grew up saying I will never join the military, because a black man got no place in the white man's army, right? That was a, a from a movie. That was a philosophy that stuck in my head until I was you know, a teenager. Um, But there are so many instances of this. I remember I had a family member who had done something and I didn't agree with it. And so I went from, you know, loving this family member to hatred, right? Like extreme polarity of strong adolescent emotions. And I kind of took that same philosophy into everything in life so everything was black and white everything was right or wrong and um, I had this coach one time who said you know the first time you ever quit something it's the hardest thing you'll ever do it'll be the hardest thing you ever do and each time that you quit after that it gets a little easier and a little easier and a little easier until quitting just becomes a habit and that was something that on top of this extreme emotion i had this philosophy sitting on top of it that you know if you're once you become a quitter you're a quitter and that's just what it is and so you have this combination of uh this this cocktail if you will right this little cocktail of beliefs and emotions that mix together and can create some challenges can create some pain and you know, it's 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 really, really interesting that as you kind of look at life and you look at all of the twists and turns and the things that happen, um, I remember when I was at Southern Utah University playing football, our coaches had gotten fired. I would just gotten hernia surgery. And I came back from... Um, I came back from christmas break i wasn't supposed to work out for like six weeks but we had a new coach and i wanted to impress the new coach so the first day we go into the uh little uh conference room area the coach introduces himself to us all and then he says all right you guys get up we're jogging over to the weight room so he has all of us the whole entire team jog over to the weight room and the first thing he does is put us through this grueling workout now, I wasn't supposed to be working out because I had just had hernia surgery, but I'm just this, you know, 19-year-old kid, you know, ego-driven. And I did the workout, and it was a grueling, brutal workout. I did it. I wasn't supposed to be working out, but it was what it was. A um, couple days later, I went and introduced myself to the new coach. He looked me in my eyes, and he said, you don't care about this team. And I said, what do you mean, coach? I said, I busted my ass all summer. It worked out. I started nine games last year. What do you mean I don't care about the team? He said, if you cared about the team, you'd be 50 pounds heavier than you are right now. And I said, okay. I said, well, I want to pl- play D-line. At the time, I was playing offensive line. I wanted to switch over to defensive line because I felt like that's where my skill set and my body type served me more. And specifically, at had a defensive end. He looked me back in my eyes and he said, yeah, I like my DNs to be taller than you, about 6'5 or 6'6. You're too short to play DN for me, but you can play D tackle. And he said, but you got to get up to 280 pounds by the by the end of spring ball. So this was in January and spring ball was in March and the end of spring ball was right after spring break, like March, April time frame. So he was basically giving me three months to put on 50 pounds. And I said, Coach, I don't know how I can do that. And he said, well, when I was at BYU, I had to put on 40 pounds in an off season, And I did whatever it took. I ate ice cream. I ate, uh, you know, three burgers. I did whatever it took to put on that weight. And so if you're dedicated to this team, you'll do that. And so I started to work towards it, right? I started to... Uh, eat an excessive excessive amount of food. Um, You know, obviously was still working out as part of the team, but I was just eating and eating and eating. And I started putting weight back on and it got to the point where I'd put on probably like 25 pounds in a couple weeks, but it wasn't healthy. It wasn't a healthy way to put on that weight. And one day I was in the weight room squatting And I felt, I went down, it was just the warm-up set, it was like our second warm-up set, I had like 265 pounds on the bar, and I went down for my final rep, and I felt a little in my back, and I stood up, I racked the weight, and I fell backwards, and our weight training coach comes over, he's like, what's the matter with you, this coach, Coach Binion, walks over, what's the matter with you, I said, coach, I felt something pop in my back, and I can't really move, and he has some of the guys, help me up and help walk me over to the uh training facility. I go into the training facility and um they're telling me, yeah, there's nothing we can really do for you. You just got to go home and rest and you know, hopefully feel better uh you know, in a few days. And so I um I went uh out of the training facility like limping along. And there was this uh, street between the training facility was basically in the backside of our of our stadium. And so I exit there. Then there's this street and across the street is the parking lot where we all parked our cars. And so I attempt to start crossing the street. It's just a really small street. It's like a single lane each way. Um, But I start walking across the street. And as I'm walking, my my back locks up on me. And I go from a a very slow walk to like a crippled walk. And then next thing I know, I'm down on all fours. I'm on my hands and my knees in the middle of the road, like literally in between the two lanes, right, right by the dots, you know, separating the two lanes. And I'm sitting there. And I remember in this moment, I'm looking left, I'm looking right. And I'm just hoping that no cars come and hit me because I cannot move. And I, um. mustered up the strength to basically crawl like a little baby across the rest of the street uh, into the parking lot, crawled over to my car. I opened my car door. I dragged my body into the car and then proceeded to drive home. I got to my house. I opened my door. I fell out of my car. I shut the door behind me. Put the keys in my pocket, and I crawled myself into my house, shut the door, kicked the door shut behind me, crawled myself into my bedroom, got into my bed. Luckily, back then I did not have a uh, a bed frame. I just would have my my box spring and mattress on the floor. That was my preferred uh, that was my preferred style of bed back then. Still would be kind of today, but you know, I guess I've grown up a little bit. <laughs> but uh, I, I crawled myself into the bed and I proceeded to stay there for the next three days. I could not move. I could barely walk. I could just, I, I was not in good shape. And so I stayed there and I had a lot of time to think. This was before, you know, a lot of stuff. We did have uh, Facebook, like the very beginnings of Facebook back then when it was only for college students. And I did have. Uh, MySpace, which was kind of on the, uh, it was on its way out, but it wasn't like today where people were producing mass content, so you couldn't just spend hours and hours and hours and hours on social media. Didn't didn't re- there wasn't really anything for you to do like that back then. So I would you know watch these uh, DVD and VHS tapes, play some uh, NCAA football or some Madden on my PlayStation Two. Or whatever I had back then and just had a lot of time to think and as I was thinking you know the thought that came to mind was if I'm going to sacrifice my body for this game if I'm going to sacrifice you know my health then I might as well do it at a place where I want to be and so uh, about four days later I decided to go over into the uh, weight room and Uh, talked to the head coach, the new head coach, and told him that I decided that I would like my release from the team. And so he looked at me. He asked me if I'm sure. I said, yes, I'm sure. And he walked me over to the AD's office and signed my release so I could then go uh, play somewhere else. And I decided to transfer to UNLV after that. Um, You know, I look back at that decision all these years later, and I ask myself, was it the right choice? Was I a quitter? Did I become a quitter in that moment? And, you know, the, it's hard, right? The things, the things that we uh, move on from or quit, it's hard because you don't want to take on this identity as a quitter, as a person that gives up. But as I've gotten older, and I've gotten wiser, and I've learned about life, um, one of the things that I've learned is that, We are all, you know, there's different philosophies around this, right? And one of them is we are all growing or we're dying. We're either growing or we're dying. And the goal is to continue to grow until you die. You know what I mean? It's not to spend a lot of time dying. It's just keep growing and growing and growing and growing and growing and growing and grow all the way up to the point until you die that's the goal, that should be our, that's my goal of life, I'm not going to tell you what yours should be, but that's what I f- strive for, that's what I, you know, um, f- fantasize about, I guess you could say, is c- constant and never-ending growth, constant and never-ending um, improvement, whether you call it Kaizen or can i or one of the other phrases, that's something that um, philosophically I believe in, but One of the things with growth is that sometimes you grow out of your current circumstance. And that can be anything and everything. So some examples of that is we grow and sometimes we grow out of our jobs, right? We grow to a point where the current container that is our job is no longer sufficient to be able to help us grow to get to the next level. And so the only way for us to continue to grow is to exit the container. It doesn't mean we quit. It doesn't mean we're a quitter. It doesn't mean that we're less than or we threw in the towel or any of those other things. It means that we grew out of it. And the same thing happens in relationships, right? People grow, and as you grow and you grow and you grow, that doesn't mean that anything that happened prior in that job, in that relationship, in that school, in that circumstance, I was part of that team, it doesn't mean that any of that was wasted. It doesn't mean that any of it was, uh, you know, worthless or pointless or any of the other less words that people like to use. All that it means is that you grew. All that it means is that what you used to fit in this pot And now you've grown to a place where you need to move to a different pot. And it doesn't mean that the pot that got you to the point where you grew to today is worthless. It doesn't mean the pot that you know held you and held your water and let you collect the sunlight and everything else did anything wrong or is less than or is not worthy of. None of those things are true. The only thing that is true is that you grew. The only thing that is true is that you grew or the other person grew or the company grew or the uh, team grew or the circumstance grew or whatever it is. Things are growing and part of growing is sometimes growing together and sometimes growing apart and there is no failure in that. There is no failure in that. There is no this is right or wrong in that. It just is. It just is. And so as we go on this journey of life and we experience the ups and the downs and the changes and the shifts, the thing that we have to be careful of is attaching our identity to circumstances that change, whether we attach our identity to people, whether we attach our identity to places, whether we attach our identity to things that we we do, whether we attach our identity to um, being a part of a group or a relationship or a club or any of those things, that is a surefire way to set yourself up for emotional failure because we are all more than any of those things. None of those things define us. None of those things define us, not our relationships, not our jobs, not, you know, the... The accomplishments, none of those things define us. What really defines us is who we are and what we become. And what we become is not like, oh, I became a lawyer or I became a dentist. No, it's what we become in our hearts, our souls, our spirits. It's what we become in our character. It's what we become in terms of our, our capacity for growing. That's what life is about. And so I wanted to share this message because I know how easy it is to fall into the trap of, oh, I can't believe this or "Uh, that should have never happened or I wish or I hope or I just can't believe, you know, all of these disempowering phrases that we have been conditioned to use do not serve us. They do not help us grow. They do not help us level up and if we go back to that philosophy of you're either growing or dying none of us want to be dying until we're dying until we're dead you know we want to keep growing all the way up to the point where it ends where the light switch cuts off and whatever the next great adventure is is upon us but until that point We want to continually grow, and the only way to grow is to allow yourself to grow. And in order to allow yourself to grow, you have to accept that growing means changes. It means changes in relationships. It means changes in jobs. It means changes in locations. It means changes in philosophies. It means changes in belief systems. It means changes in your body, in your mind, in your character, in your habits, in your um. Purpose It means changes. The only thing that stays the same is no thing. It all changes. It all evolves. And that's life. That's life. And so I share this with you to hopefully just give you a little um, reminder. You know, I don't think I'm... I'm teaching you anything that you haven't heard or you've never thought of before, but it just take it as a gentle reminder that growth is okay. we We want to be growing, we want to be evolving and getting better and becoming more resilient and becoming more adaptable and becoming more uh inspired and and you know figuring out what we like and figuring out what we want and going just living life. So with that, um, I hope you got some value from this episode. Really appreciate you listening. If you did get value from this, please like it, share it, you know, share it with a friend or family member, someone that you think would be able to appreciate the the words in this uh, short podcast. And yeah, just I wish you nothing but the best. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and thank you for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.